What's going on? It's your boy Levi, and this is Sports DNA. Before we get into it, I want to thank once again for all my fans and listeners. You just keep on listening, and you're motivating me to just continue, you know, to research and put the news out there, just put out topics for, you know, for everybody to just talk about, you know. Like First Take or ESPN You know I'm trying to be like one of those guys But I mean probably not even that Just Just be the local guy or whatever Whatever this You know whatever talking About sports takes me you know I'm down for whatever But let's get into it let's get into it Now There's a lot of Foolery A lot of blasphemy About the comparisons of LeBron James and Michael Jordan. I am sick of talking about LeBron James. I really am. I'm really sick of this topic of talking about LeBron James. He's obviously at the top of the total. But when you're trying to compare this man to Michael Jordan, you cannot do that right now. LeBron James has not proven himself like a Michael Jordan has already proven himself. And people try, you know, to put the statistics out there. Of course, LeBron James is a more efficient player. He's a stat stuffer. Michael Jordan just sticks strictly to knowing what he wanted to do, and that was scoring. He sticked to scoring, and guess where that gets him? That gets him to six finals. Six and oh, didn't lose in the finals. But I'll tell you something LeBron James didn't do. I mean, I'll tell you something Michael Jordan didn't do. He didn't win, you know, 13 straight games in the playoffs. That's, you know, LeBron James has that. But when the finals does have to, like the finals and the championships do have to matter because how Michael Jordan got those finals, he he just dominated the game. And he was, and he also in the fourth quarter, he was so clutch. You could depend on Michael Jordan. To, and even in the playoffs, Michael Jordan played sick. Who has the mental who has the mentality to do that in the NBA now today's game? They don't. The rules were more, you know, strict now than back in the day. I mean, probably now they wouldn't let, you know, anybody get on the court sick cuz you know they can get one of the kids on the court sick, but when you think about Michael Jordan doing stuff like that, winning James, winning games in the playoffs sick, taking his team to the championship every year like a LeBron James but you know what the difference is Michael Jordan wins he's finished those games he's gonna take the last shot LeBron James is gonna make the right pass and LeBron James is cursed with you know having too many talents and it can cause confusion on the team with role players trying to find their role on the team like for example this year you know Isaiah Thomas has to figure out what he needs to do. But if LeBron James decided he wanted to just be a passer like a Magic Johnson, I feel like he can win more championships, man. If he had that mentality, you know what I'm saying? But you just can't compare the two. You just can't. I mean, but and then people try to throw, you know, stats out there once again. Will Chamberlain only has two championships, and he was a physical specimen like a LeBron James, man. 
a physical specimen. When you watch, when you watch LeBron James and Michael Jordan, they're not the two. They're not the same players. They're two different players in a basketball perspective. But who would you want to finish the game? Who is going to finish the game? Put it in that. Who is going to finish the game? Michael Jordan. Who's going to take the last shot? Michael Jordan. Who can you trust to make the last shot? Michael Jordan. Who can you trust on to lean on to score every single night? Giving it his all every night. That's going to be Michael Jordan. Who had a tougher mentality? Michael Jordan. Who can you count on? You can count on both. You can count on both. But, you know, I lost... I wouldn't say I lost hope, but, you know, the discussion should disappear for a while after my uh after lebron james lost in the finals to the mavericks and he lost to the warriors but you know i will i will tell you this michael jordan didn't have tough com- you know competition in the finals like lebron james did and with the supporting cast lebron james had he still managed to get to the finals or win a couple games or two but um you know but that comparison you know has to disappear sooner or later because stats doesn't matter wilt Chamberlain was a stat stuffer so get the freak out of here with that wilt chamberlain was a stat stuffer i can't believe the blasphemy that comes out of people's mouths when they try to compare jordan to lebron james lebron james is you know on the way to the top of the list but you people need to calm down with these comparisons it's getting out of control yeah i'm talking about you you that's listening or you that's talking to your friend about this LeBron James is nowhere near Michael Jordan mentality wise but as a whole basketball player LeBron James LeBron James has that on Michael Jordan I will give you that I will give you that but who would you rather have on your team if you want to win championships who do you want? You want a guy that can get, get to the championship or you want a guy that wins the championship? That's what it comes down to. On to the next topic. Because that topic gets me so heated when people just say blasphemous stuff like that. Okay? Let's get to the next joint. Can the Heat be a threat in the Eastern Conference this year? That's... They're, I feel like, in my opinion, they're the most underrated team in the Eastern Conference right now. I mean, they, they've been out of the light for a while now. They've been out of the light because, maybe because, I don't know. I have no idea, but I've been watching them play lately, and they are ridiculously good. Like, they're, they remind me of the Pistons when they had Isaiah Thomas, Dennis Rodman, you know, the Dumars on the team. When they had those guys, when I watch them play, they remind me of them. And they're tough, grinded out players that fit together. They all fit together. And when I'm looking at, you know, the type of assets that they have on that team, they have big men that can spread the floor in the Kelly Olenek. And then they have a man that can protect the rim in a Hassan Whiteside in the rookie from Kentucky that they drafted this year. And they had pieces they can intertwine in and out. They can play up to 10 guys. And, and not even that, their defense. They have guys on that team that can switch off of pick and rolls, which is important if you're playing against the uh, Warriors or anybody that plays a spread offense. You have guys that can hold four positions at least or up to three positions. I mean, 
that Heat's team is very underestimated. And me and my boys was talking about it. That's why this LeBron James and Michael Jordan comparison came up. Because they said some other blasphemy stuff. I guess they're a huge LeBron James fan. I'm I'm a LeBron James fan. But some people could take things out of context. They said if the Heat went against, you know, the Cavs in the finals. Or the conference finals, I mean. The uh, Cavs would beat them in five. I said, you're not giving you're not giving the Heat enough credit for what they have on their team. They don't have a star on their team, but they have pieces that all fit together and they play well together, de- defense and offensive wise, and they have a lot of underestimated players on their team that's not in light like they should be. And guys know their roles on that team, but in my opinion, I feel like they'll take them to six. Game game six or at least a seven seven or six, in my opinion. But that's just an opinion, and just can't wait to see. You know, if the Heat go against the Cavs, that would be a great game to watch. Great game. Let's get on to the next topic. Luke Walton is his coaching job in danger because of Lavar Ball? No, no way. Uh, Lavar Ball is just. You know, just a loud mouth guy that reminds me of, you know, like I said on my last podcast with uh, my guest. Um, he's just a guy that reminds me of a guy in my, um, you know, family. You know, somebody's just always constantly talking stuff. But, you know, I love LeVar, man, for what he does, man. You can't take that. He's going to do whatever he wants. You're not going to stop LeVar Ball from being LeVar Ball. But look at in this perspective. He's the outsider. He's You're in the inside, Luke. In the Lakers organization, you shouldn't be worried about LeVar Ball. That's the last thing you should be worried about. And the media likes to blow stuff out of proportion. And that's why this topic is on deck right now, is because the media blows it out of proportion. LeVar Ball is not a threat. He shouldn't have any impact on the locker room. I mean, I feel like the whole Lakers organization is just blowing it off. You know, LeVar Ball is going to be LeVar Ball. So, I feel like we should just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. Let's get on to the NFL. The last topic of the day. Sorry for the short segment. Um, I just had to talk about the LeBron James and get in detail about the comparisons between Michael Jordan and LeBron. I had to. But let's get into the MVP voting for the NFL. I'm going with Todd Gurley. Because I'm looking at these numbers, y'all. I'm looking at these numbers. 279 attempts for rushing, right? And gets rushes for 1,300 yards. And his average was 4.7 per yard. And his longest rush was 57 yards with 13 touchdowns. But that's not the only thing about this kid. This kid does it on... This kid does it rushing and he catches balls. Let's look at these receiving yards. These receiving reception yards, 788 yards, 12.3 average, and six touchdowns. This kid does it both. He does it He does it both. He does it all. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a very versatile running back. Reminds me of a, a Reggie Bush a little bit. No, LaDamian Thomas. That's who he reminds me of. Uh, and, uh, you know, Emmett Smith. But his current pace puts him at the range of becoming the first NFL player 
with 1500 yards rushing and 936 receiving yards that would be that would also put him in you know fourth all time in a single season in yards from the line of scrimmage um just it's ridiculous and he's been showing he's been proven that he's an MVP caliber player bringing his team to the playoffs giving him a good record above 500 and he's been showing composure and I like his swag and I like how he you know brightens up his team and there's only been three players in the NFL history to ever have seven touchdowns and 596 or more all-purpose yards through the first four seasons of the game and all those players that have done that are all pro pro hall of famers pro bowl hall of famers now when you look at those numbers you see this kid is on the road to be great he's on the road to probably be one of the one of the best running backs that ever played for the Rams one of the best top five at least he, I mean, if he can pass Marshall Falk, he'll be, he he will be one of the best running backs that play for the Rams if 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 they keep him there, and if he can stay healthy. But um, that's all I have for you guys. I appreciate all the listeners. Just continue to listen and support me, and I'll support you. You know, uh, that's what I'm doing. I'm the fan of the fans. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, SportsDNA13, or you can follow me on Twitter, SportsDNA13. Holler at your boy, give your boy ideas. Um, and have a good day, everybody. This is Levi Washington. 